Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. We thank God for how he's doing it. Amen. So many things happening in our society. So many people are checking out. And uh, believe it or not, it's a lot of babies being born as well. I know we don't hear the good news. I guess you would call it good news. Well, it'd be good news to the family. But uh, it's a lot of people are leaving here. And we better, that's a sign of us to prepare ourselves. Amen. We got to prepare ourselves to check out of here, and we need to be right. We we would be without an excuse if we had to stand before God. I'm telling you, we without an excuse because the Lord have allowed you to see so many peoples leaving here and so many peoples around, you know, uh, in situation and circumstance, and you say, Wow, but that's them. What about me? Well, he's giving you another day to prepare yourself to be able to meet him. Oh, yes, we all going to meet him. And that's what you are here doing today. Another day to be able to meet the Lord in peace. You, and that's how you want to meet him, in peace. You don't want to meet him as fearful God. Amen. If you don't meet him in peace, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> that means you will be uh, cast into the lake or you will receive the second death. All right. But let us get started. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to come and share a word with your people. I ask you to guard my lips, Lord, that I say nothing that might be discouraged, but I can encourage someone to draw closer to thee 
and to follow righteousness. And that's what is that what you would have us to do, and that we could be that vessel fit for the master's use. Whatever area that we are lacking, God, you were stirred up and let us know that it's high time for us to repent and seek out your will, your way. We thank you for this door being open. I ask you to allow me to decrease and you increase, that I be that vessel that you would have me to be, God, that I allow you to be glorified, not James Webb. God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. We truly thank the Lord for what God is doing. I'm just steady saying that because, you know, I'm here another week, another day, another blessing broadcast that he has blessed us. We have entered into a new month and everything. Amen. It's a it's a blessing. And man, this month has this year has really been a year thus far. And we still ain't got to the end of it yet. It has been a, a year. Amen. I never seen uh, a year like what we are living. Maybe I was too young to notice it. Uh, maybe I don't know what it is, but I do know this that it's time for us to stand in the situation that God have allowed us to be in, to stand and if you stand in whatever circumstances that's come against you. See, when circumstances be with you, you got to realize you with Jesus. And see, when you are not relying on the Lord, when these circumstances come upon us and these different things, I don't care what it is. I don't I, listen to me. I don't care whether it's it's relationship, whether it's sickness, whether it's financial, whatever circumstances you in, you must stand. You got to stand. If you don't, that circumstance is gonna change you. If you listen to me, matter of fact, I think that's what we'll talk about today. The circumstance. Whatever, if you don't change your circumstances, your circumstances will change you in it. Oh, yeah, it will change you. Why you say that, Brother Well? Listen, because of the fact that when you look at people and they're going through in this or they're going through in that, they're having the circumstances of finance, you know what they do? They look to man to try to get out the finance. Not everybody. Now, I'm not speaking about everybody. No, ma'am, no, sir. I'm only speaking to those that are doing so. When we look at man's situation and we don't rely on God's situation, then it become a problem. And the reason it become a problem is because we're trying to get out of the circumstances ourselves. Oh, yeah, I had to evaluate certain circumstances that I was in, that I was getting in. And I said, wait a minute, hold up. Now, if if I'm here, I'm here because God have allowed it as he did when uh, the disciple, let, let, let's see what the book say. See, a lot of times we, we don't, that's what we don't understand. The Bible is for us 
today as it was for them uh, yesterday. Amen. It's still for us today. And sometimes if we just look back and look at the scriptures and see the direction, what they did uh, in the midst of the circumstances that they was in. Now, it's many other from Genesis to Revelation. People done got in circumstances special in Psalms, and we we will probably go there a couple of because everybody know about Psalms. But let, let's start in the New Testament. Let's just go backwards this time. Usually I try to go from old to new, but I want to go backwards. I want to uh, deal with the circumstances and and how the circumstances will change you if you don't uh, if you don't look at it through Christ's eyes. All right, in uh, Mark, 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 the fourth chapter and the thirty fifth verse. It says this: "And the same day when they when." The evening was come. He said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there were also other little ships. So, you know, you got a pretty big ship that they was in. I mean, it was uh, probably the 12 disciples. Uh, at least we can say about five or six. I think it was all 12 was in there at the time. And then he, other little ship, you know, little ships like little, little bitty one, one or two people's in, whatever. And when they had uh, sent them away, when, let, let's go down. And there was a, a great storm, a wind, and wave beat it into the ship so that it was full. In other words, water had started coming in the ship. Now wait, hope. Let's 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 think about this. First of all, who told them let's go to the other side? That was Jesus. Now, in some situations in your life, the Lord have told you to do certain things. Now, he got you if you know that God have told you. Now, see, the problem is a lot of people doing stuff, and they really don't know if the Lord or not. They, it, it's like I'm throwing it up and hoping if it come down on the right side, it might be the Lord. If it come down on the left side, it might not be the Lord. I, I, we're not talking about that. We are talking about they heard him, made a statement, blank statement, say, let's go to the other side. Now, if he done told them, let's go to the other side, what about certain situations in your life that you have talked to the Lord and you know God have told you to do certain things? Let's just say he told you to go to the other side of your relationship, your, your relationship. He done told you to go to the other side in your marriage. What you mean going to the other side, Brother Ware? He's, you're dealing with one thing. You've been dealing with this. You've been dealing back and forth with this. Now, all of a sudden, he said, look, 
it, it's time out for you to uh, uh, keep dealing with that same thing. What I want you to do now is go to the other side. I want you to go into prayer. I want you to go in keeping your mouth shut. I want you to go in seeking God's faith. That's the side I want you to go in. I don't want you dealing in what you continue to stay in, because, see, he could have very easily stayed to the other side. Of course, he knew about the people. He knew uh, about everything. So if he knew about everything, surely he knew that it was going to come a storm. He knew there. But the disciples that saying they love God, Oh, brothers and sisters, I, and, I, and I know, I know, just like they should do it, I should do it. It's sad how we can say we love God. We have already made up our mind that we say we're serving under the anointing of God. But time, something little bit happened. The first thing we'll look at, well, you know, we can't pray about this. This, we just have to do this. We just have to do that. No, brothers and sisters, if the Lord done told you to do something, then you got to be willing to do it. He got, he, that's where your faith, that's how we walk in faith. When the man was on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, at the pool with the bed, he hadn't walked. He wasn't able. They had to bring the man there. He said, can't nobody uh, uh, pick me up and put me in the pool. By the time I struggle and drag and try to get in there, somebody done beat me. And all of a sudden, Jesus didn't do nothing but just tell the man, look, I need you to pick up your bed and go. Listen, folks, this man had been in that circumstances, had been in that situation so long. He had said, you know what? I'm tired of this situation. If Jesus told me to pick up my bed and walk, I can do this regardless. He didn't think about whether it was on the Sabbath day, whether it wasn't on the Sabbath day. That was the fullest thing away from his mind. Yes, yes, and I uphold the Sabbath. But that was the first thing away from my mind. What Christ had told him overrode any and everything that anybody else could say. So, Jesus told them, say, we're going on the other side. And when they start going on the other side, all of a sudden the wind rose up. The waves began to beat on the ship so that it was almost filling up the ship. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, where's Jesus? And, and it was, and, and he was in the hander part of the ship. Other words, uh, asleep on a pillow, and they wake him. Wait a minute. They awaken him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that thou perish? Wait a minute. Hold up, folks. You mean to tell me? Now think about this. They got Jesus on the ship with him, and Jesus sleep, and they weren't about perishing. You think that looked like somebody would have said, "Well, guess what? When that water hit him, he gonna wake up, and he gonna uh, he gonna get this straightened out." But no, 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 we ain't waiting on no water to wake him up. We finna wake him up. 
we finna let him know you ain't worrying about us. I know you told me to go on the other side. That's the only reason we in the ship. We was obeying you. Now listen to me, believers. When you is obeying God, the situation, the circumstances may look dim, but because of the fact that you decided to be obedient to what you know, you must stand and not take down. Listen, I listen to me, listen to me. I done made a lot of mistakes. I'll be the first to tell you. Because I thought I was listening to the Lord, but in actuality, I was listening to James Ware, my inner thought, what I feel, what I believe, what I thought, and listening to what I feel, what I believe, what I thought. Then when things got uh, upset and didn't get right, then I want to say, Lord, how come you didn't help me? But wait a minute. I was being wavering minded. The Bible done told us that a wavering minded man Think that you can't you can receive nothing. Do you hear what I'm saying? It ain't nothing you can receive from Christ. If today you want to do this, tomorrow you want to do that, the day, next day you said, I don't know, the, the next day I'm going to try this. No, we need to stand on the word of God that God done gave us. When we stand on the word of God, first of all, it's got to be holiness, folks. I don't care what it is. I, I, God ain't in mess. I know that we 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 want to put him in mess, but God is not in mess. We it ain't in you praising yourself. That's why we got so many people running around talking about doctor and apostle and chief apostle and all of that. That's not Christ. The Bible says if you humble yourself, he will exalt you. People can't be, uh, listen, brother, where you can't tell me God ain't called me no chief apostle. Chief apostle to what? To who? Why is you calling Jesus Jesus then? Are you calling him uh, Yahshua? Why are you calling him Yahshua? Why are you calling him uh, uh, whatever you calling him? You ain't put no chief in front of his name. And you know why you ain't doing that? Because you respecting yourself more than you respect him. And therefore, things cannot be moved. Oh, you can always get a couple of people together, folks. Don't, don't, don't think because you got a couple of people following you, you can be, listen, uh, you can be robbing the bank. Remember when O.J. was uh, running from the police? I mean, within an hour. And he was going, them people done made signs and on the overpass and this and that. That doesn't mean nothing because somebody want to follow you. Somebody want to say, well, you this, you that. No, no, no. What makes the difference is you got a mindset to obey the scriptures, obey the Lord, humble yourself and allow God to raise you up. Allow God, and listen, if they don't say nothing else about me, when I check out of him, they can say that Brother Ware was trying to be faithful to what God had told him to be. Now, nobody else might have not thought it, or nobody else might have not felt it while I was doing it, but guess what? And Brother Ware ain't trying to exalt himself to make you look at him 
and to focus on him. I'm trying to get you to focus on Christ. I'm trying to get folks saved. I, I understand most of the people that's listening to me on the radio, you already convicted in some past. It's a few people every now and again. I've, I've talked to uh, couples that said that they uh, was trying to find another radio station and they heard me preaching or heard me teaching and they stopped. And they have turned their lives around. And, and serving God. Now, it always going to be an exception. But overall, it's religious people that are listening to this station. And because you are listening to the gospel station, you need to get your act together. God could be using Brother Ware to speak to you in such a time as this, that God trying to bring you away from trying to exalt yourself and make yourself look big in front of others, but it's about you looking at him. If you're looking at him and you want to exalt him, see, one thing I can give the the, the disciple credit about, they are in turn, when they solve the problem, see, and that's what we do. When we see the problem, when, when the marriage done got all tied up, tangled up, and on the verge of divorce, we'll cry out to Jesus then. But then guess what? We ain't crying out to Jesus to get his way. We crying out to Jesus to work in our way. And when you're crying out to Jesus to work in your way, you still not really crying out. When the person gets sick, they crying out not to be saved and saying, God, it's, if it's time for me to go home, I accept this. I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. No, no, no. We want to be healed. We we crying out for healing. And you say, well, brother, that's what the scripture tells us to do. Well, guess what? If you're living right, the scripture is telling you to do that. But if you're not living right, no, ma'am, no, sir. It's time for you to make an about faith. So the disciples, they in turn came and woke him up. Hold up, Lord, you mean to tell me, and just James well worried, you mean to tell me that you done told us to go to the other side, and I was being obedient to what you told us to do, God, and you don't care whether we perish? You mean to tell me, I know you on here too. Oh, really? You do know I'm on here? Well, yeah, we woke you up, but do you really know I'm on here? See, we know he's there, but do we really know he's there? And the truth of the matter is, no, you don't know he's there. You want him to be there to help you out of your situation, but you don't know he's there because, see, if you would know he was there, you could have rested and said, that's all right when the water hit him, the water wake him up, and he going to get this straightened out because he done told us to go on the other side. Either the boat going to jump over this water and get to the other side or something going to happen because we know that everything he told us to do, he came to pass. Believers, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Everything God have told you to do, it have come to pass if the Lord have told you to do it. Now, when we put ourselves in situation. Then we have a different circumstances. Because you put the Lord in it, 
Uh, I mean, because you put it was self, and you just added the Lord as you do cream and coffee, put a little cream in the coffee, or put a little sugar in the coffee to fatten it up, sweeten it up, and to do this and to do that, then yes, we can see that it really wasn't the Lord. It was you, and you wanted God to put his approval. Listen, I'm I'm coming back because I I really need to get into a little bit more scripture, but I have to deal with this first. And I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and we'll believe in God that you will understand if you don't change in the situation you in, your situation will change you. And it might not be pretty when it changed you. Why? Because you didn't rely on the Lord. And I'm going to show you this just as soon as we come back. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. Amen. We are back. We are back. We thank God. I know you heard the announcer. Our announcer said you can reach Brother Ware at the station. We are not here today. But I tell you what, if you really have want to talk, you want prayer, you want to uh, uh, whatever, you can reach me after the broadcast is over at 404 293 75 That's 404-293-7557. Be more than happy to take your call. Amen. If I'm on the call with someone else, you can uh, leave your name and number. I'll be more than happy to call you back. Now, let's get back to the words because I want to get into some scriptures that came to my mind. All right. Uh. As we were saying, first of all, they was on one side, but they was Jesus said, let's go to the other side. Now, when Jesus tell you to do something, truly, he already done provided the way. But, of course, when we look at things in our little bitty pea brain, we in turn think we know more than what God knows, or either the word of God manifested in flesh. So they ate up. It's no different today than it was then. 
So Jesus told them, let's go on the other side when they got in the ship. And I don't know what happened to them little bitty ship. No doubt, boy, they just was they just was just bouncing around for real. But it don't talk about that. But it did says that waters had started coming in the ship. And it looked like it's been to get full, but he was in the helm of the ship. So the water hadn't got up to him yet. He was laying on the pillar. So, of course, the disciples ran and woke him up in the, where we left off, in the 30, uh, the 38 uh, chapter, uh, 38 verse in the fourth chapter, 38 verse. And he was asleep in the hinder part of the ship and awakened on a pillar. And they awakened him and said unto him, Master, you mean to tell me you recognizing he a master? Cares thou not that we perish? Oh, my question to you is, you mean to tell me you don't care nothing about your his own self? Remember, he was on the ship too now. It, it, not just them, but they're more concerned about them perishing than him. Because if they weren't concerned about uh, they was concerned about him, them, and was concerned about him. They said, well, wait a minute. When that water hit him, he going to wake up. He he sleep now. That's okay. Let him sleep. The water going to wake him up, and then we'll see what he's going to do. But the 39th verse, and he arose and rebuked the wind, says unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And they was greatly, and was greatly calm, and said unto them, Why are thou fearful? Now Christ turned around and said, Look, why are you crazy, acting crazy? Uh, now that's Brother Webb's word now. In other words, he said, Why are you so fearful? Remember, I'm the one that told you, we let's go to the other side. Have I ever told you something to do something you wasn't able to do? No, I've always told you what to do, and you was able to do it. A whole lot of you right today, if you get away from people and quit trying to please people and begin to do what he's telling you to do, then you have the right, you have the authority to do what he's telling you to do, but you can't uh, worry about what this person thinks, what that person thinks. And how they feel, what they're going to say. And you can't do that. You can't do that, believers, and believing that I'm following God. When you're following Christ, listen to me. When you're following him, you got to go against all odds to whatever everybody else is saying. No, you can't do what everybody else wants you to do. You can't do it. No, ma'am. No, sir. So when Jesus rebuked the wind, number one, and it's number two, it, he said, peace be still, and it got calm, and then he turned, and then after doing that, he looked at his disciples. Wait a minute, hold up. Uh, this James Ware translation, okay? James Ware translation, you mean to tell me y'all going to wake me up, and then I tell you, let's go to the other side? Why you just couldn't keep moving toward the other side? Why you couldn't keep, well, you know, they didn't have motor back then, but 
why you keep, couldn't just pedal, uh, keep uh, 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 stroking towards the other side? You know why? Because you're faith, faithless. You say you believe God. You don't really believe God. You believe God as long as everything going good. And then they, oh, was fearful and exceedingly fearful. They, they, they really got upset. And I wanted to hold up. What kind of man is there? And another, and, and what man is this? Even the wind and the sea obeyed him. Now, wait a minute, folks. They, it's obvious they had the same power. A lot of things, especially when Jesus uh, done told you to do something, he's going to manifest it. Yes, he will manifest. It ain't you that's doing it. It's him that's doing it through you. But you got to be willing. You can't do it for the glory of the people. See, a lot of things we do today, we do it for the glory of people. So people can say, look at Brother Ware. Brother Ware prayed for the sick, and the sick got healed. Brother Ware did this, and Brother Ware did that. And all that be sounding good when they say, Brother Ware. Oh, I ain't looking for that. I, I praise God. I give God the glory. I get, no, you don't. No, you don't. You want the glory. Jesus did it and turned around and rebuked them and said, look, why didn't y'all do it? If I done told you, if I have told you to do something, you mean to tell me you're not capable? I, 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 I'm not, are you trying to make me be a liar that you can't do it? No, no, no. That's not true, folks. If he told you to do something, he gave us. He gave us the ability to do it. He gave us the authority to do it. But first, we got to think about, did he tell us? See, a lot of things he's, we say he told us, and guess what? He didn't, he didn't tell us. And, and all of a sudden, the Lord in, inclined unto me, and I, he heard my cry, and he brought me to also out of my, out of my, Humble pit, pity. He, he brought you out of the pit, out of the mock and the mock. I'm sorry, I'm reading. I forgot. I'm reading. I, I just got caught up on the scripture. Uh, David realized in Psalms 40 that he said he brought me out of the muck and the mire. We often quote that. I've heard people testify of that. I heard people say this and say that. And and listen, he brought me out of the muck and the mire and set my feet upon a rock and established my going. Oh, we talk this talk. We say this stuff until the situation come on us. Believers, if we're going to believe, we got to believe in spite of and see, a lot of us, we be around so many negative people. We be around so many people that talking negative things, and, 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 and we, can't, we can't think positive. We can't think. We, the only positive, they, they uh, now we into this positive thinking. No, not that kind of positive thinking. 
We're talking about thinking on the Word, reminiscing and seeing what the Word says. See, when I see what the Word says, then I'll be in the midst. I will walk in the midst of the enemy. I will do whatever because I know he got me. He got me according to the book of Psalms. He got us. And regardless of what he told you to do, believer, he's not going to tell you to do something and then uh, leave you out there. Now, I might leave you out there. You know why? Because when the going get rough, James Webb might leave. And and guess what? Solomon said in Proverbs, let, let's, let's go to Proverbs right quick while we over this way. Uh, Proverbs, um, the third chapter, in around the fifth verse, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not on thy own understanding. Wait a minute. I need to trust in him. If he said it in his word, then I want to bring it to pass. Trust in the Lord and lean not on his understanding. And in all my ways, acknowledge him. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Brother Ware, you mean to tell me uh, Solomon saying the same thing David saying? David had told us, let, let, let's just go back. Let's go back and, and, and we'll see how David had the same, put it in his son heart. And, and he put it in there so he can hear what he was saying. Let's see what David said. He says, David says in Psalm 37, Trust in the Lord and do good, and thou shalt dwell in the land. Wait a minute. Here you go. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Listen, commit, okay? Commit thy ways. You, you, you know a way, but commit that way. Commit your ways unto the Lord. And he, listen, when you commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And listen, if he shall bring it to pass, he's going to do it. Solomon, uh, Solomon said over here in uh, 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 Proverbs, Basically the same thing. Proverbs 30, uh, the third chapter, amen. Solomon said, I tell you what, you're looking at it wrong. You, 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 you got to understand, you got to trust in the Lord. And if you trust in, in the Lord, then you got to lean. You got to lean. That's what the scripture is saying, uh, brethren. It says, trust in the Lord. Oh, so if I'm trusting in him, then I'm standing in what his word says. I'm not standing in my knowledge. My knowledge don't mean nothing. But Proverbs 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and with all thy heart and lean not on my, thy own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him. Why you got to acknowledge him? And he shall direct thy path. Oh, brother, we always got a certain way that he want to do this. He believed, well, the Lord ain't telling me to do this, the Lord. But what does the scripture say? See, we got to get away from what we feel and what we think. We got to come back 
to what the Scripture says. What is the Bible telling me? Well, you know, Brother Wade, you understand that, but I don't understand. No, I don't agree with you. I'm sorry. Um, there are certain things in the Bible I don't understand, but I tell you what, if I read it, if I pray, if I seek and read it again, God will either put somebody in my life and they'll wind up preaching on that or teaching on that or he'll open it up to my own understanding. I done saw it happen not one time, numerous of times. So we using that for an excuse because of the fact that we want to do it our way and not according to his way. And it said, in he, listen, in all thy ways, not some, not a few, not what I think. And we love this word where God expects us to have common sense. I often ask people, show it to me in the scripture. When you can show me that God expects for us to have common sense, and because God, come, my common sense, is not what God says. Yes, I understand that certain thing we shouldn't be foolish. The Bible said, thou should not tempt the Lord thy God. I, I'll see that, but that ain't common sense. I don't have no business trying to tempt them, trying to prove a point to you, uh, prove a point to somebody else. If God ain't told me to do it, I ain't got no business doing it. If I'm doing it to prove a point, then the point is I'm tempting God. Now, but I can go along with you saying that, but I can't go along with this common sense concept, how we were saying. But anyway, let's let's, let's go on down because my time about to run out. Anyway, uh, and he said, and be not wise in thy own eyes. See, when we understand, we don't know. Lord, you know, be not wise in my own understanding and fear the Lord and depart from evil. Other words, I can't do what I want to do and expect God to be at my beck and call. No, ma'am, no, sir. I got to stand to make a stand of righteousness if I want God to begin to bless in that area. And if I want him to bless in that area, then guess what? I got to. I got to do the right thing, not the right thing. Because, see, listen, James Ware can do the right thing in front of you. So it, it's not an issue about you. But what about when you ain't around? Can I do the right thing? And, see, when I can do the right thing when you ain't around, that's when God uh, can begin to bless because he know. He really know. And uh, I know that he know, but sometimes we don't want men to think that he know. And a lot of times, the reason some of us is going through in our finance, because God know what we have been blessed with. He know that the Bible says in the book of Corinthians, the ninth chapter, say if a man gives sparingly, he reaps sparingly. If he gives bountifully, he reaps bountifully. No, that's not saying, well, I don't pay my tithe, brother, well, God ain't never told, gave you no scripture, no nothing to say pay no church, no no 10%. He did say that to the preachers uh, in the book of Malachi, and then they took that and twisted around and gave it to you. But he never said, and because we don't read the scripture in text, we read them out of text, just like they do, and like they teach us. Uh, you do it this way, and then you would get that. And that's why so many people don't walk away from the church, because they didn't get the blessing that they thought 
they should have got. And because they didn't get the blessing that they thought they should have got, then they got discouraged. Why? Because the preacher had them living on a false hope. The scripture declared uh, in the book of uh, Philippians, okay, says, uh, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful of nothing, but in everything, not a few things, folks, everything, uh, not, not two or three things, but everything in prayer and supplication of it, but uh, and with thanksgiving, and let your request be made known unto God. Oh, see, a lot of times I had, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting talking about James Well, I had to back up and say, God, I got a wavering mind. On one minute, I want this situation to be. On another minute, I want something else to be. And God, I'm missing the boat. I'm missing the boat. I can't expect for you to bless because, see, I'm not, I'm not really standing on the word. Either I want what I want or I want what he want. You can't go in between. And most of us, let's be real. When you pray, believers, you are praying for your selfish will, not God's will. Remember, let's go back to what we started with. Remember the disciple, he told the disciples, let's go to the other side. So that was his will for them to go to the other side. But the disciples start looking at the situation and still are saying, well, hey, he told us to go to the other side. Guess what? We headed to the other side. I don't care how it looked. And if anything, if, if the ship uh, cave in, then I'm going to say, uh, Lord, we, we didn't know what to do. So we just kept trying to go to the other side like you told us. At least I believe he wouldn't reprimand them that much and say, where is your faith? other words, you could have did the same identical thing that I did. And the reason you uh, could have did it is you could have just stood and said, uh, peace be still. Now, my Lord, my master, you don't call him master, done told me, let's go to the other side. We headed to the other side, folks. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care how it seemed. Uh, listen to me, I'm going to go to the other side. There is the, that's the problem. We hear what the Scripture is saying. We know what the Scripture is saying. But then in our mind and our concept, we want to do it a different way because we're in a different circumstance. The circumstances ain't looking promised. Do you know when Elijah went to tell uh, uh, Jezebel and Ahab them that it ain't going to rain? Do you know that the crop was looking good, the screen was flowing, the water was flowing, and all of us, everything was looking good? It wasn't a problem at that time. The problem didn't come to after the Word of God came. When the Word of God stopped the rain, when the Word of God dried up the earth, like brass. When that happened, that's when the situation got bad. That's when they wanted to find Elijah and kill him. That's when they didn't have no faith, but a few people, uh, uh, Joel hid a few of the preachers 
uh, uh, in the cave, uh, 50 on this and 50 on that one, to preserve them. He didn't have to do that because God said he had 7,000. Never bowed the knee of Baal. But anyway, because he did that, that was a blessing, and he brought that back to God's attention. Now, what I'm telling some of you believers, God wants you to get away from everybody concept. It's sickening that you keep doing this and you keep doing that when God got one thing that he wants you to do and you keep putting it off because you worrying about it don't look right. That don't seem right. This don't seem right. Whatever circumstances you're in, I don't care. You're going to eat a listen to me. If you, whatever circumstance you're in, if you don't change that circumstance, it will change you. And that's what's happening. The circumstances is changing us. Why? Because we are not willing to change from that circumstance. We are not willing. See, the water kept going in the ship. The, the problem keep coming. And that's why the scripture said, be careful of nothing, but in everything in prayer. Why won't we take this to the prayer? See, I'll, I'll take you to uh, Sister Shotdown. I'll take the brother, uh, brother of whoever, and I get their opinion. I'm more concerned about their opinion than I am being concerned about what God wants. If I get away from their opinion and you get just you and the Lord in your closet, in your prayer closet, and say, now look, Lord, I, I know you told me you put it in my spirit to do A, B, C. How come D, F, G keep coming up? And if D, uh, D, F, G keep coming up, then what done happened to A, B, C? That wasn't me, Lord. Listen, I had to say that when it came to the ministry. I say there's no way God could be calling me. I can't talk. I can't read. I can't do nothing. But and I came to grips that it, uh, uh, even though God was speaking to Moses, he it came to me. I opened up my Bible after I had prayed and cried and did, and he and, and he told Moses that listen, uh, don't worry about it. I'll speak. For you open your mouth and I'll speak for you. Do you got that? Then when I heard that, and the Bible said, I'm making you a new creation in Christ Jesus. When I heard that, I didn't care what nobody else said. I didn't care who thought I wasn't. I don't care who said I wasn't. It didn't matter because I knew I had got confirmed. I don't I wasn't aware about a title now. See, that's the problem. A lot of us, we worry about a title. And worrying about a title is causing us to lose out, believers. We're losing out. I'm telling you, if you just back up and say, God, how can I glorify your name in these last days? We're living in the last of the last days. Look at how 20, those of you that's uh, 20, 20 years old, Think about, have you seen, uh, and uh, older, I'm saying, 20 years and older, you, you, you ain't never seen a year like what we're dealing with. You know why? Because Jesus is soon to come. The birthing pain is coming. So if it's soon to come, the birthing pain is coming, then what are we going to do? 
Why has God still got you here for? He got you here for a purpose. And only thing he wants you to do is back up and say, wait a minute, I'm tired of doing churchality. I'm tired of doing things of the world. See, when we follow the world, believers, when we go and say, well, this person is and that person is, when we're doing these things, I'm telling you, we're losing out on God. A whole lot of you is losing out on God. And the reason you're losing out, not because of the fact that uh, uh, God is stepping away from you, but you focusing on the wrong thing because of the situation you're in. Quit looking at the situation you're in and look at how that he's going to change you in this situation. He's going to bless you in the, don't, and don't nothing catch Christ by surprise. Everything that happened to your life, it happened because God have allowed it to happen. And if you know that, then therefore you need to stand firm. You need to seek God's face. You need to begin to give up and allow the Lord to be a blessing, to allow him to glorify your name. His name should be glorified, not because of the fact that you sold this and you sold that. No, no, no. You realize time is running out. And since time is running out, I don't want to stand before God and have not said my good and faithful servant I, I, and not hear I'm sorry, now hear him say, my good and faithful servant, you've been faithful in a few things. I want to make you ruler over many. How is it that we are not in that position? People are crossing over, and all while they're crossing over, I'm wondering, Lord, did they get a chance to repent? Did they get a chance to say that they was obedient? Some of you today, you may not hear me, Next week, I pray that you do, but guess what? Have you really, truly repented and said, God, I want your will to be done in my life. I'm tired of looking at and listening to people, but I need your will to be done. And God going to give you the, the, the stuff to do what? To do his will. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to even just speak a little bit and how the disciples were so fearful and they had you in the midst of. Now, Father, we may not have you in the midst of, you, of us, but we are believing, God, that you would intervene and bless us, that we may go to the other side, that we get out of the circumstances that we are in and allow the circumstances to be transformed to your glory. We thank you for it. I pray for that one that is truly not saved. God, that they might repent and follow righteousness. God, not follow denomination, but follow righteousness. And your word be glorified in them. I praise you. I truly honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, before we close, I want you to understand this, believers. As believers, as saints of God, God is calling you to be separate. He's calling you 
to be a light. There's too many people following the trends. They are following everybody else. God wants you to be that person that's following righteousness. If you follow in righteousness, God's going to bless, and he's going to make you bright as the noonday sun. And I promise you, some people will get converted. Not because of you, not for you to write them in your little black book. No, ma'am, no, sir. But it's for you to be a blessing because God done kept you when you know so many done went on. God have preserved you. I pray that you look at it as God done spoke it. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website brotherjamesware.org that's brotherjamesware.org now if you have a desire to contact brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232 Easley, South Carolina 29641 that's Brother James Ware P.O. Box 232 Easley E-A-S-L-E-Y South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.